Welcome to Avant Bard, a podcast where two theater nerds explore the highest highs and the lowest lows of works inspired by that upstart crow himself, Ho William Shakespeare. My name is Megan Charlo, and I use she, her pronouns. And my name is Matthew James Marquez, and I use he, him pronouns. Today is our first episode of 2023, which means that we are taking the time to have our 2022 year in Bard View. And we call it that, Megan, but we've never had a good name for it. No. There's just not a clever way to insert William Shake. Wait. William Newspear. William. Okay, that doesn't work for year in review. Shakespeare in review. Shakespeare in review. Shakespeare in review. Avant Bard's Shakespeare in review. If I keep saying it, it will work. Okay, welcome to Avant Bard's 2022 Shakespeare in review. I mean... You gotta make sure you get this year. year. We have, once again, done this podcast for another year. I have no idea how we're gonna do this podcast when you move. Yeah, so here's a life update, listeners. I am moving out. I want the world to know. You're moving out. (laughs) So this will be the first time that Marquez and I don't just live together. We've basically lived together for the past almost seven years. Our entire adult life, Megan. Yeah, and I'm moving out. We haven't really reckoned with this. No, so we still have to discuss how we're going to do recordings, and we do still want to do the podcast. It might just be a little weird. I'm literally going to possibly start moving out this month. So the beginning of the year might be a little shaky, but we'll get our footing. Yeah. Or it'll end. But hopefully (laughs) the first one. So, Megan. Yeah. Back to more important things. Right. We We, watched like 17 films this year. We've watched 17 with one joke. I mean, some of them felt like a joke. Let's be real. This year has had some major stankers. Yeah. This is the year of the stanker. I hope this is the worst year we have. Megan, we got some out of the way that I had to get off your soul. Load to rewatch. Yeah. And some that were a surprise failure. (laughs) What we typically do is we will say all the films that we watched. And then I don't think we need to do our whole lists. Oh, God, no. But maybe do like worst three top five. Worst three top five. That's eight. Do you want to just get into it? So we started out the year, 2022, with the Jimmy Neutron episode, Out Darned Spotlight. Auspicious start. (laughs) Honestly, we kind of set ourselves up for this year. Well, here's the thing, Megan. It was a 20-minute episode. We needed something quick. Yes. And then we moved on to Kenneth Branagh's Kenny B's HBO movie on uh, As You Like It that had much, much cultural appropriation. Next, we hit the gay midsummer, we're the world mine, and I have issues. But then we moved on to a bright moment. A bright moment. Stevie Spielberg's, my my buddy Steven, made a film for us, and that was called A West Side Story, based on the play. It was based on things. Yeah. It was based on Romeo and Juliet. Next up, 
totally legitimate. We watched Winter's Tale. It is, for some reason, disqualified. I'm reading here that it was not a Shakespeare adaptation, and it was, in fact, Avant-Bard's April Fool's joke yeah. for 2022? Mm-hmm. Huh. Next we have... Oh, I get two good ones? Yeah, you get to talk about some good ones. We talk about the tragedy of Macbeth. The Cohen brother, one of them. Joel Cohen, I believe. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington-led Macbeth. Black and white. Then we went to black and white, a like, spray of plum blossoms. We did. Old. Old. Foreign. Oh, and that's two gents. And next we went on to 2011's Coriolanus with Ray Fiennes. Was that also black and white? No. No. No, my No, the posters are black and white. Then we finally started Slings and Arrows. We watched season one. It was a bright spot in my whole year. We did a lot of Romeo and Juliet based yeah, things this did. year, including the worst <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers <laughs> thing I've ever had my eyes laid upon, which was uh, Romeo and Juliet to colon sealed with a kiss. Next, we watched Ambition's Debt, which was a film about no, no, no. You could. Uh, I I mean I will say that it was Julius Caesar. Yeah. Next, we have the TV movie, King of Texas, starring Patrick Stewart, based on King Lear. Then we did Throne of Blood. Megan which, Fall Asleep. Only a little bit. Which is a Kurosawa film about Macbeth. And then we went right back to Romeo and Juliet with the comedy, romantic comedy, zombie film, Warm Bodies. It was Halloween. We had to. It was Halloween. And we watched the new Rosaline, and that's also Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> that's also Romeo and Juliet. And then we moved on to The Hungry, because Megan can't help herself, and putting a Titus Andronicus adaptation for Thanksgiving, and it was a joint British and Indian film. And finally, we ended off the year with Much Ado About Christmas, a Christmas movie apparently about much ado about nothing from the illustrious great american gack entertainment gack entertainment right do you know about the drama in hallmark movies and gack entertainment what no why didn't we cover this because i didn't know about it until this christmas okay tell me everything so for hallmark movies for a long time their biggest star was dj tanner from full house Okay, yeah. She was like, oh, like, I'm just in a lot of these. And then Megan, they started to do gay Christmas movies. And. Oh, and Gak couldn't do it. No, Megan. Gak tried to do it? No, Megan, stop. Sorry. Let me tell the stuff. I I just want to solve the mystery. So DJ Tanner, Candace Cameron, quit. Yeah. Because Gak had more traditional values. Yeah. Slash Christian values. Yeah. And... She moved to Gak? She moved to Gak. And Gak is way more fundamentalist than Hallmark. Yeah. So... That's some drama. Jojo Siwa yelled at Candace Cameron on Instagram for her choice. Nice. 
Get him, JoJo. In a recent sequel to <laughs> a movie. Sick JoJo on him. In a direct sequel to a movie that starred Candace Cameron, they basically smeared her character in the mud, saying that she left the main guy after like three months and she was just a bad person. <laughs> Good. Oh, I wish we could do that to all things. But yeah, Gak family, bad. Zero. We don't like them. Zero out of ten. Speaking about zero out of ten, you ready? To Uh-oh. give your bottom three? Yeah, I'll give my bottom okay. three. Third worst film of 2022. Ambition's Debt. Out darn spotlight. Really? Yeah. I have it way higher than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing about Ambition's Debt, Megan. It's not a full movie. Yeah. They stopped. Ambition's Debt is fourth worst for me. Mm. Squeaked by Jimmy Neutron did. I liked that they chanted bread. <laughs> well, I liked they got that, bread points. Well, I liked that Bulby uh spoke in. A, you know what? No, 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 don't change it. No, you're starting to convince me though. <laughs> no, 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 don't. Bulby deserves some respect. No, Megan. Except the, also not. Because... No, 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 Megan. <laughs> Second worst. Much ado about Christmas. Agree. <laughs> Yay! It and sucks. I, I'm sure we agree on the worst worst, which is sealed with a kiss. No, I actually had sealed with a kiss third. No, it's the worst. Yeah. The, the worst thing we've ever watched and probably will watch. I hope. If we ever watch something worse, that will be wild. Yeah. Okay, top five, man. Top five. Fifth best. Starting from five. Rosalind. Rosalind! <laughs> oh, hell yeah. We didn't like the ending. We did movie. not like the ending. That's why it's fifth. It would have been higher. Yeah. It was okay. fun. Fun time at the movies. Fourth best. Yeah, on our couch. Warm bodies. Warm bodies! <laughs> what is happening? I guess. Warm bodies. Megan, I was so against this film, Megan. I was so against warm bodies. And yet... It won you over? After, like, the midway point, when they started to actually... Yeah, and the zombies. Yeah. um, What's her name? Our favorite actor of all time, Leo Tipton. We gotta hand it to Leo. We gotta. Okay. Never responded to us on Twitter. (laughs) No. Third best, Megan. Okay, so Megan. This is where I think we're gonna start. I think Megan. Here's my prediction. Yeah. We have the same three, but it's in different order. That's Probably. my prediction. Okay. But okay. we I might be completely wrong. That's my guess too, but might be totally wrong. Okay. Number three. three. You go first. Tragedy of Macbeth. Tragedy of Macbeth. Oh! I am not making this up, right? That's number oh three. Oh my god. This is so exciting. Okay. But listen, it has the mom from Andor. You don't know Andor, but it has the mom from Andor as the witches. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's great. Denzel's giving an Oscar nominated performance. He's great. Lady's great. It's good. It's a good film. It's a well good directed. Film. And oh, the Dagger Door? Dagger yeah. Door. Dagger Door? Great reveal. Bird in the house? <laughs> Bird in the house. <laughs> anyway, moving on to number two Slings and Arrow Season One. West Side Story. <laughs> you. You're so close. So close. So and let me guess, your number one is West Side, is West Side Story. Story. And your number and one mine is, is Slings, Slings and Arrows. Arrows. Okay. We were so close. So close. It's because I'm a TV gal. A TV season has to go first. Megan, I would like to remind you that each episode of Slings and Arrows is the length of a feature length film. I don't know what you're talking about. They're TV episodes. I can consume all of them. I don't know if I can sit down and watch 
West Side Story on a random day, but I could watch like three episodes of Slings and Arrows. Here's the thing, Megan. Slings and Arrows is a great show, and I love it, and I'll watch it all the time. But Stevie Spielberg said, mm-hmm. let's watch a film. Let's make a film. You know what my problem is? Like, okay, so here's the thing. West Side Story was my number one until this morning. I changed it. What? Yes. Drama. Panic at really, the disco. It's not really drama. I was just thinking about it and I was like, nah, the lead guy's a shit stain. <laughs> oh, I mean. So I had to knock it down to two. Yes. Megan? Yes. So I was like, that was a great film. And then I was like, But ah! Megan. Riff. Riff. Our Ra- girl. Rachel Zegler. Ariana DeBose. Oscar winner. winner? Okay, we're talking about people now. So I think we need to move on to our next segment. Okay. Which is MMVP. I don't know. Okay, so some table setting. Yeah, table setting. So every episode, we choose an MVP. However, we missed a couple this year. Yeah. That we just didn't notice until the episode was out and edited. Honestly, we didn't notice until we were doing prep for this episode and we went, oh my god, we never picked an MVP for this. Mm-hmm. And we never picked one for... Ambition's Debt and King of Texas, I believe, were yes, the two? Yes, those were the two. So... Funnily two. enough, we picked the same people for both. So, we have chosen, for those two, an update. Kate McCluggage as Portia in Ambition's Debt and Marsha Gay Harden as Susanna Lear Tomlinson in King of Texas. Second bit of table setting. Second bit of table setting. We did not have enough to pit everyone against each other. Yeah, so we like to do it... In a bracket. And we had an odd number. So we had to retroactively grant someone a setting at the table. And since Megan pled the fifth, put her hands up for We're the World Mine, I was able to squeeze in... Tanner Cohen as Timothy in War the World Mine. Third piece of table setting. We have disqualified Friar Lawrence from Sealed with a Kiss because I do not want to breach the subject. I believe in the original episode of Sealed with a Kiss, we said, I guess he wins, but he will not be in the ranking. Oh yeah, no, we said it. So just in case people wondered. And just in case people are wondering... We Yes, we did not count Winter's Tale in the rankings for best and worst films. But, as we stated in the episode for Winter's Tale, Novelisto, as horse, in Winter's Tale, is in the running for MMVP. Because that horse did a lot of work. Yeah, so I created some categories that are arbitrary and also just fun. So I think we just go into who is nominated when we bring up the category. Okay. So this is the category that I call the fully adult category, which are just, you know, adult actors, you know, the guys you recognize from dozens of years of being in movies. So first, we have Tisha Kopra as Tulsi from The Hungry versus Marsha Gay Harden as Susanna Lear Tomlinson in King of Texas in The Battle of the Strongest Willed Woman. Who are we going to eliminate from MMVP? Okay, so my vote to stay, my winner, okay. is Tiska Chopra. Do you, oh, ag- 
No, you don't I don't agree? agree. Okay, okay, we got to debate. We got to okay. well not debate. We got to discuss. I think that Marsha Gay Harden deserves to be here. Reasoning. You know who does shit? Susanna Lear Tomlinson. You know who sits around and doesn't really do much in her film? Like actual action? I guess she kills a girl. But she's already on death's door and she just strangles her. But like she spends most of the film just sad and sitting there. I want her to be strong willed in word as well as in deed. And you know who has great monologues? Susanna Lear Tumlinson. She drills into Lear. And it's great. She doesn't really have a moment. Granted, she does shoot a man like five times. So I do understand. It is a tough race. I'm not saying that she's not strong-willed. But at the end of the day, you know who's broken by the events of the film? Tulsi. You know who's not broken and runs away and then just gets shot because she refuses to stay and be hung? Susanna Lear Tomlinson. So my my argument was really that Tulsi makes you care about Tamra. Okay. And I I I like Megan. I like Titus. Megan. <laughs> I, I like Titus. I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. This is not the hill I'm willing to die on. It's also not the one I'm willing to die. On. <laughs> Damn it! Honestly, I think you made a better point than me. <laughs> I think I'm okay with Marsha Gay Harden moving okay. forward. Okay, I'm very strong-willed, Megan. I'm the strong-willed woman. Next, in the fully adult category, in... In the first corner. Yeah, we've got Denzel Washington as Macbeth in The Tragedy of Macbeth. And in the second corner, we have Brian Cox as Menenius in Coriolanus. And this was... It's Denzel Washington. It's Denzel Washington, yeah, I'm sorry. He just, like, backhanded Menenius. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's, like, out for the count. Like, like that film did not have very strong... Wait, I'm sorry. So then we're saying it's Denzel versus Marsha Gayhart. It's Denzel. Denzel, Denzel, <laughs> Denzel wins. is the fully adult winner. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I thought that would be harder. <laughs> no. Megan, it, it was never going to be harder. No. Do you want to go to the next category, or do you want to go back to the young person category? Do you want to do the young person's last? I think that that's actually our hardest category, so... Okay. So this is a category that I had leftovers. <laughs> there are leftover actors, and so this is called The Wild horse category it's like wild card but they're horses so megan i need to enforce that you say the full category if you mention it first off we have novelisto listo as horse in winner's tale versus jin yan as valentine from spray of plum blossoms in a category i like to call is a horse versus rode a horse Okay, I feel like we should say Jin Yang because he's actually a person. But Novalisto, But Novalisto though, owns Megan, my heart, but, but also... Megan, Megan. He's not getting past this, Megan, right? Megan, What? We stated that we would give him a fair shake. A fair shake, okay. his status as being not human is not that's, fair. That's true, that's true, that's Who true. Who held okay. that film? Who, Who held, held that film better? Listo saved that film. Jinyan is Megan, I the have... what's it called handsome man of what's it's Megan I will tell you right now yeah I have 
no memory of anything that this man did besides wear very short shorts and look oh yeah he did i forgot everything but but that's all i remember now novelisto i I remember when he was on the roof you remember that he he flew do you remember when he was on the lake okay you know i'm remembering quite a bit about novelisto that's the thing all right he wins he's the horse novelisto wins next man we have tanner cohen as timothy in were the world mine versus kate mccluggage as portia in ambition's debt in the battle of who would make a greater supervillain. So I want to say here, um, I didn't vote for Timothy, so I think it's pretty obvious that my vote is for Kate. I'm going to also say Kate McCluggage. <laughs> I love that we keep calling him Timothy instead of Tanner Cohen, but we call Portia's actress her actual actress's yeah, name. Yeah, but like yeah. The problem is, is that Timothy is a real name that people have nowadays. Yeah. And Portia's not. And Portia's not, so it doesn't stick in my brain. Okay, so now... The finals of this round for the wild horse category, it's like wild card, but they're horses, is Novalisto versus Kate McCluggage. I'm going to vote for Novalisto. Really? This horse is a dark horse in this bracket. You know, and like... I have to give it to... And listen, I loved Portia in that it's movie. It's just such a small part. It's such a small part. And she was very powerful and the best part of the movie. But like... Both of those movies were bad, but I liked Novalisto more, and I kind of liked Winner's Tale more than I liked Ambition's Debt. That's true. I'm going with Novalisto. He, I'm he cannot sorry, make it past Kate. this. Well, no, because the next, once we figure out it's the final way. category, it's just a three-way choosing who's the best. Yeah. This next category is going to be really hard. I agree with you. Let's give it to Novalisto. Yeah. We can say he got this far. And no one can take that from him. We gave him a fair shake. No one can say that we did. Exactly. We might have given him too fair of a shake, in yep, fact. Yep, yep, yep. Now it's time for the young category, also known as the hardest one for Megan. It's so difficult. How am I supposed... I literally am going to cry. <laughs> All right. First off, Megan, we have in the Battle of the Hotties. I need to say, all of these people are very hot. Yeah. But I will like to also state that I'm gay. So that's why it's called the Battle of the that's Hotties. That's fair. You made the list. You're allowed to name the categories. So first off, we have Nicholas Holt as R in Warm Bodies versus Sean Teal as Dario in Rosaline. I want you to pick first. I think I'm going to go with Sean Teal. <sighs> so getting, I we're, here's the we're thing. We're going to have a fight. Here's the thing. I know that what you're going to say is R had a lot of, he put a lot of work in. Yes. But also, do you remember how we reacted every time Dario came on screen? I do. It was with joy and happiness and horniness. And like, here's the thing. This is Romeo and Juliet. You're supposed to really want them to be together. Whenever I saw R and Juliet, I was just like, okay. But whenever I saw Rosalind and Dario, I was like, hell yes, marry each other. Kiss. You know? Here's the thing, mate. Okay, here's my argument. Oh, no, no, I got one more argument. Okay. Dario took off his shirt. He did, and Nicholas Holt did not. Did not. You're winning me over with that one. He Um, also did a sword fight. He did do a sword fight. Or did not do a sword fight. Yeah. Okay. Nicholas Holt has a career. And... It kind of all started his weird character actor thing with R. However, 
he has had ups and downs in his career, whereas Sean Teal has nothing but potential. That's the thing. I think we boost his potential with this. Oh, Megan, I'm saying that I am changing my vote to Sean Teal because... Because he's not disappointed us. Yeah, he hasn't gotten a chance to disappoint us. Yeah, he hasn't done a I don't know a Nikola Tesla film that nobody's heard of, or a J.R.R. Tolkien film that no one's heard mm-hmm. of. He's not very. He hasn't done that. He's only been in like two things. He should be in more things. Yeah. So I'm I'm saying Sean Teal. Yeah. Now the hardest hardest category, Megan. Don't want to. In. The Battle of the Rising Starlets, we have Ariana DeBose as Anita in West Side Story versus Rachel McAdams as Kate in Slings and Arrows. So my vote is for Ariana DeBose. I know it is. Here's the reason. She acted the hell out of that, sung the hell out of that, and danced the hell out of that role. And also... She's Afro-Latinx, and that gets a bump up in my book. Rachel McAdams is so pretty. So is Ariana DeVos. I know, but okay, here's my problem. Megan, if we... As an actress, Kate is an actress. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I feel for that. And also, Rachel McAdams is the person who made me realize that I am not hetero-romantic. That's fair. So it's very hard for me, okay? <laughs> I She's understand. She's beautiful and talented and deserves the world. Remember when Anita, throughout the film, kept telling them, use English. And then at the end... At the very end. I know. I know that Anita should win. She won a freaking Oscar for it. I just wanted to hold on to Rachel as Kate for a little while longer. <laughs> Megan, you 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 get to decide if you want to change your vote. Well, you're not going to change yours. You have not convinced me. No, you just did a lot of person. Now, Megan, remember when she sang Ophelia's songs? Yeah, she also sang the hell out of the part. She did. She also acted the hell out of the part. She did. Remember that time when she's on the bus? Yeah, this is good. (laughs) But. Did she ever make the world change with a performance? I feel like the world is bettered by Ariana DeBose as Anita. And a reclamation of a character in which the actress was forced to wear brown face to make her skin darker. A reclamation of that by making the character Afro-Latinx. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Rachel McAdams, if you ever listen to this, uh, I'm gonna faint. Both of these actresses would give the award to the other actress. Because they're great people from what we know, and who knows, that could change at the drop of a hat, because we don't really know them. These are all parasocial relationships we've built around them. Correct. Please forgive me, Rachel. You're still my girl crush. I acquiesce for Sean Teal. I think Miss DeVos can win. Okay, now Megan, moving on to an even harder, no? No, it's not harder. Oh, now that Ariane DeBose won? Yeah, I say goodbye to Chantille. 
Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. He was Wh- cute. Whoever was going to win this was going to win. Yes. It was going to be one of the ladies. But now, now. Now, now, it's hard. So the final MMVP. It's not going to be Novalisto. <laughs> Why? He's white. The other two are black. <laughs> I ain't going to do that, man. So the final three to choose from for our MMVP are Novalisto as horse in Winter's Tale. Yes. Versus. Denzel Washington as Macbeth in The Tragedy of Macbeth. Versus. Ariana DeBose as Anita in West Side Story. Yeah, Novalista's gone. Gone. Absolutely. So here's the thing. Send him to the glue factory, man. Here's the thing. Are you going to argue for Novalisto? Or are we no. going to give him a like? No, no, okay. no, no. Okay, okay. No, no. Novalisto's done. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll give I, him best horse in here's show. Here's the thing. I think we could have just said MMVP. It's between Ariana DeBose and Rachel McAdams. Who's the winner? Because for me, whoever won that category was going to be my vote for MMVP. Denzel Washington is an elder statesman. Yeah. However. However. As mentioned previously in the Nicholas Holt versus Sean Teal debate, Ariana DeBose has not disappointed us yet. Has nothing but potential. She has at the start of an illustrious film career. She was already famous on stage. Yep. Denzel Washington has a career, has accolades, has Oscars. Ariana DeBose only has one Oscar. One just, tiny one, little... just one. And for this role specifically. Yeah. Denzel Washington got nominated, but he didn't win. Should he have? I don't know who he was against. I think of the people he was up against, yes. Well, now I feel bad. But that's my opinion. Yeah. but I, mean, I... I think a different actor should have been nominated and didn't get nominated, but it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. The Academy is bullshit. MMVP of Avant-Barde is what really matters. Yes. Oscars? Forget them. Hogwash. I'm gonna give MMVP for 2022 to Ariana DeBose as Anita in West Side Story. Bravo. Bravo. Well done. Uh, yeah, we really didn't need, like, any of these categories. It was basically just, is it going to be her or Rachel McAdams? I C- think. Considering that they were our top two. I don't two. know. I don't know, though. If it was Rachel McAdams versus Denzel, I would have actually had a very hard time, because I'd probably be like, but Denzel is Denzel. Oh, I would have voted for Denzel Washington if Rachel Yeah, but, like, McAdams we would have had a discussion. I would have been able to convince you. Probably. See, I don't even have that much of personal investment into See, that's Denzel why. Washington. Because you yours have... is just facts. Mine is all personal. Yeah. For Rachel McAdams. So. 2023. 2023. In 2022, we had our resolutions. Uh, they well, were. Let's see how we did. Let's yeah, see how we did. Yeah, let's see how we did. Absolutely failed. Did not do that. It was. Have more guests of creators Didn't... who took part in these films. Didn't do that. Did not do that. It was... What's the other one? What was yours? Cover every play of William yeah. Shakespeare. We made progress. So I'd say success. Because it wouldn't be possible for us to do all of them. We have so, all the bad ones. So we then. will continue that. And we did ones that we hadn't covered before. So I say success and your other one was do Sealed with a Kiss and we did that. Oh, I did promise yes. that. Wow, why did I do that? Because you hate us. 
yeah, I hate myself, obviously. Uh, so yours were successful and mine were all failures. Yeah, you so, but you were thinking. You I was were thinking, thinking high. You were. I had a, ambitions. Didn't we say ambitions that, Megan? This is our ambitions that. Didn't we say what? Didn't we also say we wanted to cover new films? Yes, we did. And we and did. we did that. We did three newer films. So what are our goals for next year? I do want to try to do a blog for books. Okay. Blog for books. Okay. So I'm going to do the similar thing that I did last time. I'm going to say one that's specific and mm-hmm. one that's broad. Okay. I would like to cover on the podcast, not a blog. Game? The video game Elsinore. And I'm going to have to try to find a method to talk about it in which... And a way for me to play it. Yes. This is why it's a, a resolution. Yeah. Because getting you to play it is going to be difficult. I got ADHD. <laughs> Finding a way to talk about it in a different way than we normally do because it's a video game and not a movie or a TV show is going to also be difficult because it's a completely different medium. But I would like to do it. I respect that. And second off, I would like to continue to cover all the plays. Yeah. I figured that one would just kind of carry over. make an effort. That if we cannot find any adaptations of ones to just say, no, we're done. But we haven't done that. We We haven't scoured the internet for anything. Yes. So, if we don't find a two gentlemen of Verona. We already did a two gents. We did? Spray plum blossoms. Two noble kinsmen. Yeah. If we don't get a two noble kinsmen. It's it's gone. After if If it's not done this year, it's not getting done. Yeah. Well, unless we've, like, found one, and we just don't have time for it this year because I'm busy. Third. Yeah. And it's because we didn't do one this year. Yeah. I would like, again, return to the well of covering non-Shakespeare adaptations of early modern works. Yeah, yeah. A Marlowe, a Kid, a Johnson. Yeah. I respect that. I'd like to return to that well. Do you have any, Megan? just the blog i really want to do the blog one you just like the idea of well so here's the thing i know that this year is going to be hectic for me so a blog sounds better because it's not editing it's not editing it's in your own time there's not like a set deadline sure while i like yes i would love to do interviews more but i don't know if i'm gonna have time this year to reach out find people get them to respond actually be able to schedule it with them figure out questions have the interview edit it down yeah like that's a it's a lot of work yeah so that one if it happens awesome i mean i'll help you obviously but like i don't want to disappoint myself so that's more like an if it happens cool but i would like to so i'm also trying to read more again still i'd like to do that one sounds good megan well i think that's gonna do it for this year's year and nope nope it is Avant Bard's 2022 Shakespeare in Review. Yes, of course, obviously. Shakespeare in Review. I think that's going to stick, Megan. It's it's the best we've got. It's so much better than uh, Just a second. Bardu. Hold up, hold up, hold uh, well, up. Okay. Uh, if a listener is more creative than us, please, dear God, one of you be. Please reach out to us on social media at Avant Bard Pod and tell us. Please give us a better name. Shakespeare. Or if you really like Shakespeare in Review. Then cool, let us know. But I think that's going to be it. Yeah. And we will start back off 
We don't have anything planned. Something. Yeah, we don't. We should probably. You're closing on a. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, Probably. We'll keep you updated on Twitter. Let's be real. At AvantBardPod. Unless Twitter dies. Oh, unless Twitter dies, then on Instagram, at AvantBardPod. And if that dies, Facebook, at AvantBardPod. And if that dies too, our website, bit.ly slash AvantBard. And if you really liked what you heard, you could support, support us, us financially at patreon.com slash avantbardpod. If there are bloopers for this episode, they will be on Patreon, but honestly, when we'll probably keep it all in. If there are any, they'll be on Patreon next week. But until then, we will see you anon. Avant Bard is created by Matthew James Marquez and Megan Charlo. To support the show, visit patreon.com slash avantbardpod. We would like to thank Riley Allen for the creation of our theme music, Cloverkin for our logo artwork, and everyone in the audience for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Avant Bard, you can visit us on all social media platforms at avantbardpod. Shakespeare in review.